Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is presented to you by our friends over at MyBookie. Football is back, and so is winning season at MyBookie. NFL, college football, and a brand new cash-out system give you options to bet and win all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early and use the funds on another bet, or let it ride for the chance at a bigger payday. Use early cash outs as a tool to stay in control of the action at MyBookie. To get started, go to MyBookie.ag now and register an account for free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use promo code TSUS to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's promo code TSUS to claim your deposit bonus and, for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere, only with MyBookie. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TS. U.S. to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. A1 Air Quality Consultants post-game call-in show officially live. South Carolina falling to Florida. Final score 41 to 39. Gamecocks fall to two and four overall. We're going to open it up, guys. Your questions, your comments, your calls. Uh, Fire Clayton White, first off. You know, I've bit my tongue as long as I can. And, you know, got a lot of love for Clayton White. Clayton White, a guy that, uh, you know, I mean, I think the defense in the first two years has made some, some great things happen and has bailed South Carolina out a lot, but – that, 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 you know, it's, it's funny, like with these coaches, these coordinators, there's just, it feels like there's things in sports where it's like you have moments where you know, you know what I mean? And like th- that, giving up a 10 point lead, five minutes left in the game, um, that felt very Tennessee 2014 esque, right? Where your defense just could not hold up. Spencer Rattler plays his tail off. Marvio Anderson, so many guys on offense, and your defense is just so bad, so putrid, coming out of a bye week with two weeks to get ready for a very average offense. Very average. A very average quarterback. A quarterback that, hey, I'll go ahead and own up to it. I ranked 14th out of 14 quarterbacks in our power rankings. That's who you just allowed to dice you up and beat you on your home field. Guys, that being said, let's go ahead and open it up. I want to hear from you. I got a lot to say. We'll talk about it all week long. I, I'm, 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 I've got a ton to say. I'm also at a loss for words, what we just watched. Guys, 843-790-3377. The phone lines are open. You guys can go ahead and call in. Sure, it's going to be busy. Um Again, just a, a a gut punch, a gut punch, a terrible loss, an abysmal loss. Let's go ahead and jump to the phone lines here. Call from Peyton. Fire away. You're on the air. Drop the merch now, buddy. Drop it, man. Uh, it's, this is about as inexcusable a coaching performance out of a coordinator that I've seen since. I, you know. I want to say Satterfield, but this is worse than anything Satterfield did, if you want to be honest about it. This performance out of Clayton White is worse than what Marcus Satterfield did in Gainesville a season ago. Call me a liar. I, You know, this is 
for our offense played its best game by far, its most complete game, and our defense just no other word for it. They shit the bed, man. This is this is just inexcusable. Five and seven is could could be uh, could be in the back pocket, folks. And I, I don't think we need to shy away from that possibility. Playing like that, we're not going to win a whole lot of ball games. Chris, I appreciate t- appreciate you taking taking the call, man. I I'll uh, I'll highlight you more. Peace. Peyton, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call, guys. We'll keep it rolling. Your phone lines, your phone calls, I should say, are open. Uh, we'll keep up the questions, the conversation. Yeah, I mean, five and seven definitely is right in the scope. I mean, again, you sit at two and four. This is a game that we talked about all summer. You labeled as the most important game of the 2023 season. At least I did in the sense of going into the second half of the year. And Call from Panic Ritter. Panic Ritter, you're on the air. What's up? Clayton wanted to kiss my ass. Up by 10, playing some little boy defense. Can't even hold a 10-point lead. Don't, and Beamer wants to be, I mean, I mean, Clayton wants to be home for the holidays because we're not making a bowl. And Beamer said, fire some joy. Well, the two I want is you to fire Clayton White. Well, don't worry, we'll make a bowl. Fire Clayton White. Thank you. Thank you, Panic Ritter. I appreciate it. Great stuff from Panic Ritter. I mean, again, guys, this is the place to vent. This is the place to get your thoughts out there, your frustration. This is why we do the post-game call-in show. I want to hear from you all. Uh, we're not going to censor calls here. We're not going to, you know, to limit what you guys can say. You know, there's some other post-game call-in shows that will probably do that, that want to blow smoke up your ass, and that's just not what we're going to do here, man. It's it's the reality of it. It's, it's, it's abysmal. It's brutal, and that's call where we from. sit. Josh in Seattle. Josh in Seattle, you're on the air. What's up? Hey, Chris, what's going on, man? Well, <laughs> that sucks. Uh, and we all saw it coming. We, we, when we went and uh, gave the ball back to them for that last drive, uh, everybody, everybody knew what was about to happen. Uh, and it, it, it's a terrible experience because the offense did play their asses off. Uh, I think fire Clayton White is, you know, we, we do that now. Uh, somebody mentioned earlier that five and seven is a possibility. I'm looking at schedule going four and eight is a possibility. Um, when you got Spencer Rattler out there, you got a chance in every game, I think, uh, from here on out. But with a defense like that, you know, we put up 45 and give up 50. It don't matter. Florida should have scored 60 mm. um, with all their, uh, you know, time spent down in the red zone. So uh, disappointing, and I think it's going to be a long finish to the season. Um, interested to hear your thoughts. Talk to you later. Josh, I appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for the call. And I- I'll just say this, guys. Yeah, I mean, I you know, listen, I, I picked seven and five, um, picked seven and five over the summer, and had this one obviously as a win, and, and, and thought there was a good chance it could be close, right? Florida's not a bad program; they still have talent. I, I don't think Billy Napier is nearly as bad a coach as some people make him out to be, but um, felt like South Carolina would get the revenge this year, and just. Yeah, I mean, I think you're staring five and seven square in the face. Truly, I we said it all week. This is the difference between five and seven and seven and five. Here we are. Jesus Radio Network. To accept. All right, we got. I think we got the spam calls coming in as well. So, love that. Love that. Here we go. Let's jump back to the phone lines here. Call from. Not so enthusiastic. Bryce, what's going on, man? You're on the air. (laughs) I love how you just know that. Um, man, I'm sorry. I hate to be this guy. I hate to be this guy. And you know what? If you won't start it, I will fire Clayton White. Fire Clayton White 
and don't let him fucking like take a bus home. Like I, that that was terrible. Defense was terrible. Everything fell apart. Offense did everything they needed to do. The refs still suck. I don't know what to make of that game, man. But I honestly don't see us making a bowl game after that. Like I, I, I don't know, man. Well, what do you, what do you got? What give me some positivity because my enthusiasm <laughs> is left the room. You know, I, I, I give you some enthusiasm. Um, I'd love to. I mean, listen, the enthusiasm comes from one place and one place only. Spencer Rattler's still your quarterback. And so on a week-in, week-out basis, Seven is going to do everything he can to keep you in a ball game and win you a ball game. You just have to worry about the rest of the football team, like literally everything else. I, I think there were also – encouraging signs on the offensive line, like the offense as a whole. They held up their end of the bargain. I'm, I'll tell you this. I, I was I was nervous about the defense. Like, if you look back at my score predictions from the summer, like, I had some pretty high-scoring games in there. And so I was nervous about the defense coming in the season, but I, I did not see it getting this out of hand. I, I really didn't. Um, there's virtually no pass rush. You got guys just missing tackles. Fu- fundamental stuff. Year one stuff's happening in year three. Um, your safeties who we praised all summer and all preseason. I mean, I, I like Nicky and Warrior and DQ Smith can't cover worth a lick. Can't cover anybody. You know, you tip your cap to Florida because those, those couple of fourth down conversions, they got, I mean, gutsy, great play calling, but it shouldn't have come down to Florida was able to drive down there and score in the last minute. Like that game should have been over. You had a 39 at home in an SEC game is plenty to win plenty plenty to win and so again Bryce my only enthusiasm to inject to you my friend is that Spencer Rattler's your quarterback but on the flip side of that you are you are undoubtedly wasting one of the best seasons and one of the greatest talents at the quarterback position I think the best talent to ever wear uh the garnet and black at that position so Bryce I appreciate the call my man we're going to get others we got plenty of people trying to ring in I appreciate you my friend we'll talk all week long uh, guys, we'll open it back up, 843-790-3377. I don't know if you guys can hear the dogs, but even they're upset with the final result. Uh, again, guys, y'all continue. Y'all continue to call. Um, just a, a brutal night, a, a brutal night. There's no other way to put it. Uh, th- this fan base, I thought, was hanging by a thread going in this one. And Ryan. you know, Ryan, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well, man. What's up? I just couldn't believe what I watched. I mean, I literally watched the whole game. And it honestly just looked terrible, defensively terrible. I mean, I just – I don't even know at this point. I mean, Clayton White, he needs to be on the hot seat right now. But I'm still a Carolina fan. Always will be. But I just – I don't know. Defense needs help ASAP. But Rattler's still – he's still pretty good, though. I mean, can't complain about Rattler. But love the Gamecocks. Go Gamecocks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah. Appreciate you, my man. Thank you. Well said. And, uh, you know, listen, is, is Shane Beamer going to make a move tonight on Clayton White? No, he's not, right? He's, he's not. He's not. But uh, Clayton White's seat should be boiling. I mean, it just – it just – it should. It should. I, I just – you know, and, and and these coaches get too much credit, too much blame, but call from Taylor from Kane Bay. To accept, press one. Taylor, you're on the air. Hey, C Philly, what's up, brother? What's going Kane on? Bay Big Cock Club again. Yeah, man, dude, what's up? Dude, Clayton White. Might as well just uh, tell him to pack his stuff and get on out of here, brother. I'll see you later. <laughs> Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Short, sweet, and to the point. Shout out Kane Bay. Um, uh, I, you know, I, I, I tell you the crazy thing too is watching that kind of performance at home. That was mind blowing. Call from Just Jesus Radio Network. Who, who is this calling in? Just Je- am I? I hope I don't know if that's a real person or not. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like we got people trying to troll. Anyways, guys, phone lines open. We're gonna keep it rocking. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Um. You know, guys, this is just what South Carolina is this year. This is it. South Carolina is a football team that is being carried by its quarterback with no really good defense and uh, fighting to get to six wins. Mark, you're on the air. Hey, um, of course we're all going to say the defense is trash. That's going to go without saying. But I got a little bit different take because I think that also we need better production from our other receivers. I mean, Leggett and Knox have – 13 catches between them two and the next closest first had like two. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times Rattler, our offensive line was holding up their part and then Rattler was having to throw the ball away or just try to force the play in. So yeah, we can go with the defense. That mm-hmm. was trash, but you know, I think our wide receivers also, I think we need to look at Justin's stuff also, man. I mean, our, our wide receivers, I think we need somebody else to step up. That's just my take. And to your point, man, just looking at the stats, Trey Knox led all receivers eight catches. Xavier Leggett with five. Omega Blake had two outside of that, the next highest receiving total from a wide receiver. Nick Harbour with one and Amarian Brown with one. So, I mean, I would agree with you. Listen, the, the purely the wide receiver position, if you take out the tight ends, you know, Leggett needs help. I mean, you're, you're dealing without Juice Wells right now. I like Omega Blake as a young up-and-coming talent, but you need more from him. But – uh you know, certainly, certainly. You need all the help you can get offensively right now. 
I agree, man. Appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for the call. I appreciate it. Guys, we'll keep it rolling. 843-790-3372. Listen, there, there's things you can nitpick about the offense, but it's just – it's really hard. It's really hard to put this game on the offense. I mean, guys, South Carolina even ran for 152 yards. Marvio Anderson, 20 for 98. Carolina even ran it well. Still lost. Call from. Bill. What's up, man? You're on the air. What's up, Chris? Hey, man. Um, you know, three words to describe my kind of attitude of the game. Uh, numb, apathetic, and comical. I, I literally, after that first drive when we deferred and watched Florida just go right downfield, explosive play, explosive play, explosive play. I started just like reorganizing my closet and had it on as background noise. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like, you know, the the it's, the players don't care. That you know, Shane doesn't. Hell, it had to take Matt Rule going and picking up Satterfield and Shane acting like, oh, well, we really wanted to keep him. Dude, the players don't care. You know, when someone le- when like a Marshawn Lloyd leaves or Jordan Birch, they're all commenting on their posts on Instagram, like, yeah, fam, get that bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. And but it's our responsibility to sell out every game, go to the game, talk walks, create this amazing atmosphere, and to also, you know, donate to a slush fund for these coaches that make millions to get players. The universities aren't getting aren't taking any pay cuts. The uh, professors aren't taking pay cuts. It's all financed by the students and the fans. And it's just disgusting, man. I'm just, I'm just over college. Hell, at least the NFL has salary caps. I mean, I'm just, I just don't care anymore, man. And it's sad because that was, you know, college football is like something that was pure and that had the pageantry and every, and just it meant more. But there's just not a whole lot of care. I mean, this generation of players, and it's just, you know, that's just gone, man. And the sooner people start to realize that, the better. And it really sucks. And I almost feel bad saying this because I'm so happy for you and your business. And this is, you know, this is what you have to deal with going forward. And I just hope for your sake and our sake as fans that Shane does what he needs to do um, before it's too late. And I'll hang up and listen to everyone else. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Hey, listen, harsh words, but – I think he echoes a lot of the frustrations with a game of college football. And I mean, well, listen, one of the reasons South Carolina is struggling right now is roster turnover. That's something that really hurt this football team because of NIL and the portal and and the way that, you know, college football is now. So uh, the portal giveth, the portal taketh away. You know, we had the conversation this week with J.C. Sherbert about NIL and where South Carolina sits and, um, it, it's, it's not something at the forefront when you're winning, but when you're losing, it, it is, it is, you know, it, it's one of the top topics of conversation. Let's jump back. Awesome. Right Aiden. Aiden, you're on the air. What's going on, Chris? Um, up, so we can obviously say that coaching played an issue into this, but I think you look at some of the losses recently, North Carolina, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, what do they have in common? We just get beaten recruiting. And honestly, I think the O-line did good today. But I just, in the future, I just don't see how we can compete with these schools that have these four and five stars and we're just not brewing the talent. Like we have 
I mean, five-star Aiden Colvar down the road that we just haven't offered yet. And, I mean, he's like that. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, listen, it's it's you know you look at the recruiting rankings. To your point, you see South Carolina ranked 16th nationally or 19th nationally or whatever it is nationally, but then you look at the SEC rankings, right? And South Carolina still seventh, yeah. eighth, ninth. And I mean, dude, even Florida, you know, we 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 spent the entire off season, a lot of it at least, mocking Billy Napier, mocking the Florida Gators, mocking you know the Florida football program. And they were kind of that team to to pick on right over the off season, dude. They're top five in recruiting. I mean, they still have an immense amount of talent. So, uh, you know, to your point, I don't know that that's an excuse that Gamecock Nation's going to buy just because Shane Beamer has overachieved and 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 beaten teams with better recruiting rankings to this point. But it does catch up to you at some point. And, and to get like like you mentioned, like defensively, even like we're going at Clayton White. But I see a lot of plays out there where the plays there to be made. And a better player probably yeah. makes the play. You know what I mean? Like a, a more talented player makes yeah. the play. So it's a fair listen, it's it's a fair criticism, my man. It's a fair criticism. Yeah, I mean the recruiting, at the end of the day, yes, you have to go out there and play the five stars, the your ratings don't win the football game. I don't know who said that, but I remember someone said it. Mm-hmm. Your the stars don't make yeah. you win the game. But at the end of the day, like you said, I made this point with someone today at the gym. South Carolina might be top twenty in recruiting with Beamer. But in the SEC, they don't even crack the top ten. Mm-hmm. I mean, until you get into that upper level part, and then you get these like South Carolina fans love pointing out Nick Harbor, Nick Harbor. That's one guy. Georgia, yeah. Tennessee, Florida—they've got five of those guys. And until South Carolina gets to the point where they start, you know, branching out, and I don't know if it will happen, but it's just going to have to happen. So I mean, I, you know, I'll let you go on that. I know you got a bunch of other callers, but I mean, we got a we got offer call bar, so I'll let you go. Yeah. Appreciate you, man. Thanks so much for the call, guys. We'll keep it rolling. Your questions, your comments, and, of course, your calls. want to continue to hear from you. Uh, this is your time, guys. I, like I said, I want to hear from you. We'll talk about this thing all week long. It's going to be a <laughs> Therapy Mondays putting it lightly, right? Therapy Monday is putting it lightly. Um, I, I just I, – like, guys, I kept saying during that game, I couldn't believe call what I was from. watching. Jake. I couldn't believe it. Jake, you're on the air. Just a sad defensive performance today. Just sad that we're wasting Rattler's final year in college. Um, hopefully, we can make a bowl game. I, I don't know if we will at this point. Yeah, I mean, listen, I think you're staring five and seven right in the face. I mean, I think that's that's not being pessimistic or – Doom and gloom, that's, you know, as realistic as it comes when you look at the, you know, now you've got to go on the road and take on Mizzou and Texas A&M. And, you you know, it's it's hard to win on the road in the SEC. And typically you're not great on the road anyways. So, um, uh, man, it's, you know, it's, it's an uphill climb to six wins. At this point, I think a successful rest of the season is a minimum making a bowl game hopefully beating Clemson, but I think between those two things is a successful rest of the season. I mean, even if we didn't make a bowl game, beating Clemson is always nice. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess we'll see what happens, you know. Indeed. My friend, I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. And to his point, um, you know, what's crazy is that this this season for both, we'll see how Clemson's season fares, but they're not very good. Uh, I think Clemson probably loses another game or two this whole season for Carolina. And this is like one of those traditional, like, 
I've told you guys many times, like my fandom, I became a diehard of South Carolina end of 02, beginning of 03. And at that time, the season practically came down to two things. Are you bowl eligible and do you beat the rival? And that's kind of what this season is coming down to. Chris, you're on the air. Hey, Chris. Yeah, I watched that game and it's rather embarrassing, but I'm just pondering the question of, our expectations too high because I grew up during the Spurrier era. But if you look back, I mean, we had some years in the 80s and then during Spurrier, but that's been about it. Is six and six kind of good for the Gamecocks going forward? Is that, I mean, is that our goal? That is where South Carolina football has been historically. To answer your question, I appreciate you calling in, my friend. Thank you so much uh, for the call. To his point, I mean, listen, I, if you want my advice, nobody's asking. I guess maybe he just did ask for it. But my advice, you're better off with Gamecocks football keeping your expectations at a minimum and letting them surprise you. Because as I mentioned before, guys, I mean, my my words, certainly my predictions aren't the end-all, be-all, what have you, but it's kind of a microcosm of my lifetime as a Gamecock fan and many of you as well. I've made predictions – on record since 2018, season predictions, South Carolina has only fallen short of those predictions. They've never exceeded them, ever, ever. And that's a lot of our lives as Gamecock fans. Many of you out there, you've had this this record prediction or this this thought of what Gamecocks football is in your mind, and Carolina has only let you down. They've only let us down. That's it. That's all you know. That's all we know is heartbreak. That's all we know is falling short. So, yes, I think if you want my advice, you're better off moving forward as great as Shane Beamer is and as great as the culture is and as great as find some joy is, just keep the expectations conservative, man, because it's still South Carolina football. It it just – it's still Gamecocks football, guys, and there's over 100 years of data points to prove that you're better off protecting your emotions and protecting your energy. Let Carolina football surprise us. Hopefully that day comes. I genuinely hope that day comes where South Carolina football, okay, that's a 6-16 six and 16 this year. They go win nine games. It's like, oh, what a surprise. When's the last time that happened? Call from Clay. Clay, you're on the air. What's going on, Chris? Up, I, I don't even want to talk about the game. Uh, <clears throat> this is what I want to tell you. I do not want to see some hokey, condescending press conference from Shane Beamer after this absolute choke job bullshit. Do you have any comment about I'm, that? I mean, to, to, listen, to your point, man, I, I, I and I think the presser might be going on right now. I don't – obviously, we'll, we'll look at that and break that down later. But, uh, I mean, listen, I, I, I totally understand. It's the presser doesn't win or lose ball games or – but it's important, and when you lose, it's funny how those things become really, really important. I mean, we recall last year it was like must-see TV to hear what Clay, or excuse me, what what Marcus Satterfield was going to say every Wednesday. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's you know you you want to hear a head coach take full responsibility and just own up to it and address the issues, and certainly you don't want to hear any find some joy, doom and gloom, whatever. You you don't want to hear any of those cliche things that like just. Not the right time, not the right place. <laughs> Trust me, to your point, no, I get I, what you're saying. I get no, what you're saying. I, I, want, I want to hear, we suck, let's get better. 
drop the mic, take any questions, pull Bill Belichick on them, short answers, get back to work. That's the only acceptable answer in, I feel like, most of our opinions. Indeed. Well said, my friend. Well said. Hey, I appreciate the call, my guy. Thank you so much for chiming in. Good stuff, guys. We'll keep it rolling. 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-337. So, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. The A1 Air Quality Consultants postgame call show. Follow them at A1 Air Quality 1 on social media, all across social media. Appreciate those guys. Their love and support of the call-in show. Call from? Jared from Saturday. Jared, you're on the line. What's going on? Jared, what's up, man? AC Philly, man, I want to talk about our line changes were amazing. Yeah, I thought the offensive line played a lot better, actually, to, to, to your point. And, man, our, yeah, no, I agree with you, man. And, and our running was out of this world tonight. Yeah, I mean, but, you had – man. Go ahead, go ahead. No, you're you're good, man. What what do you got to say about our running? Tonight? No, I was just going to say Mar- Mario Anderson almost hits 100 yards. I mean, you rush for 152, 4.6 yards per carry. Uh, if you would have told me that in pregame, I would have said South Carolina got the W. I appreciate the call, my man. I think you got the echo going on. Make sure when you call in, guys. Uh, it's funny. You hear Todd Ellis and those guys say this all the time, but turn down your radio, turn off your – or mute your TV or mute whatever in the background because then we cannot have an ongoing flowing conversation. But, uh, yeah, running game, offense did their job. TJ, Big Cock Club, Canes Bay, TJ, you're on the line. What's up? Hey, how's it going, C. Philly? Hey, you know we call in all the time. Absolutely. I got three quick points I want to make. The first one, Offensive line look great, but with, now that we're running the ball, why are we not running a play action every chance we get? Number two, uh, with with Laurel Sellers in the background, why are we not putting him in within the five-yard line, ten-yard line, just punching that ball? And the third question is, why has Battle not called in yet? You know we love him <laughs> from chain day. Indeed. Hey, I appreciate it, man. I'm going to take it off air. Uh, why are you not calling play action more? Um, that's a good question. I mean, it, here's the thing though, guys, it's, it's, it's hard for me to put any blame at all on the offense. I, I just, you, we can talk about why sellers not in, why, why don't you do this? Why don't you call this? What about the receivers guys? You gave up 41 points to Graham Mertz, like 41 legitimate points. Not turnover aided, like it wasn't BS smoking. Forty-one legitimate points were scored by Florida. We are wasting our breath talking about the offense. Like, what more do you want Rattler to do, man? What more can he do? He has to play perfectly, perfectly, and sometimes. Even that's not enough. Exhibit A. What more What more do you want the offense to do? Wasting your time talking about the offense. Put Lenoris Sellers in. For what? For what? What is Rattler not doing? Come on, man. 
to everybody. I'm not trying to single out the caller, but come on. This should be interesting. Call from Ryan from Connecticut. Ryan, you're on the air. Hey, up here from Connecticut. Gator fan just found your show, <laughs> but I want to say um, your quarterback amazing. He has a lot of young talent. I thought uh, South Carolina is pretty, in pretty good shape. Yeah, I, pre- I saw the Gainesville area code, by the way. I was like, this is, uh, I better buckle up for this one. But, uh, you know, I, I, I will say this. I will say this. Tip of the cap to the Gators. Um, met Billy Napier at SEC Media Days, stand up guy. I think he's a good coach. And I think that uh, that's why I said this would, this game was important because I think Napier will have Florida football back. So, congratulations to the Gators. Yeah, my, my brother and sister in law both graduated from USC. So, I've been there a okay. couple of times. It's a great environment. Um, but our our quarterback, um, I mean, you got to if you haven't looked at his stats going into the game, the only two interceptions he had, he hit off receivers' mm-hmm. hands. So I had to defend him a little bit on you. All right, thank you, bud. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Uh, no, to his point. Listen, I'll eat crow. Graham Mertz has been worlds better than I or many others gave credit in the in the in, you know. In the offseason, he's been much better. So, credit to Graham Mertz. He shredded South Carolina today. And, uh, you know, DJ Swearinger tweeting this after the game. So, I need to go be D.C. at South Carolina, huh? Obviously, this is without – with zero disrespect because I'm behind 21 and one a thousand percent. These guys should be in better position to show their skills at safety. They shouldn't awesome. be in coverage on the slot every other snap. Melbourne, Florida. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Hey, Bo, this is Lee from uh, Melbourne Beach, Florida. Man, I just got to say, this was painful in so many ways. My wife's a Gator. Everybody here are Gators. I was out having a good time. The way this thing ended, so painful. But you would think since I moved to Florida in 94, I'd be used to this by now. Mm-hmm. It just hurts. Yeah, this is – this is. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know that we've experienced this level of pain in the Shane Beamer era yet. Like, Mizzou last year sucked, but the problem felt so obvious, and that one was kind of, like, over, right? Like, that game wasn't really all that close. Like, this one was a game that I was watching that late in the fourth quarter, I kept finding myself, no way they get this fourth down. No way they get this fourth down. No way this happens. No, I, even before the game, I was like, I was like, there's no way South Carolina loses this game, right? Like, there's just no way. Like, I mean, at home, homecoming, no way. Florida's not that good. Like, we, I don't, I don't know, man. Th- this one, this one, this one hits different. I, I just, it, that's it. This one hits different. It's tough. Yeah. I lived through the block kick in the swamp, and this is, this ranks up there as well. We let it slip away. Indeed. Hey, my friend, I appreciate it, man. Stay strong down there in, uh, in Gator Country. We appreciate you calling in. Good stuff, guys. We'll keep it rolling. 843-790-3377. Our good friend uh, Brad Crawford tweeting this. Somebody actually just sent us the screenshot. 318 points. That's how much Clayton White's defense at South Carolina has given up its last nine games against Power 5 teams. 318 points. Josh. Josh, you're on the air. Hey, this is Josh, also known as WD40 from the YouTube. Uh, just wanted to holler at you. What's going uh, on, on, man? On the way home from, uh, just on the way home from the uh, atrocity that we all watched together. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to know: um, Do we go two and eight, roll up in the Willie B and B Clemson, or are we rolling <laughs> two and ten? 
Oh, goodness. Hey, I, I would put nothing past this group, man. Hey, shout out to the CSRA, by the way. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. Yeah, man. Appreciate it, man. WD40 on YouTube. Um, I, Dude, I, I don't know, man. I, at this point, and dude, guess what we have this week? We have our half, uh, our, our mid-season report card. Halfway point report card. God. Jesus Christ. Here we go. Call from Sean. Sean, you're on the air. What's up, man? So a couple things real quick, and, and I'll try to keep it short. Hmm. I'm glad we're done with the Dakarian Joiner at running back one, and we have a running back one. Uh, two, all of the people that think that Nick Harbour is not ready to play, I'm glad that he can shut them up. Uh, without him and the catch on the first drive, uh, that touchdown doesn't happen. And three, everybody that was watching the game and that was in the stadium knew who was going to be targeted on the very last drive that they had. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is beyond me why you have that guy one-on-one coverage uh, with Eamon Warry. Uh, I, I'm not one to bash players uh, – I just don't think it's good, but mm. that dude played terrible. Mm. Uh, and I think that Muschamp's downfall was that he could not make adjustments midseason. He refused to do it, would not do it. Uh, and I fear that that's going to be Beamer's downfall. Mm. Uh, I think that he had us heading in the right direction, and I think that he loses the fan base quickly because he doesn't make the adjustments when he needs to. Um, and then, you know, the fans, dude, like – we know that we can win. We went through the Spurrier area. You get the talent. Uh, we can win, but it's it's impossible to do it uh, when you shoot yourself in the foot the way that we do week in and week out now with this defense. Well said, my friend. Well said. Listen, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. To his point, um, it's just a lot to unpack, man. It's just, uh, again, well said. Well said. That, that was a good call. Good call. A lot of good points, and uh, – you know, I think the most disturbing thing is that you look at the Marcus Satterfield thing and sat. It, it took ten weeks, guys. It took it, it took more than ten weeks. It took two seasons, right, to make a change. And then I would just say that you're you're only as good as the people around you. You're only as good as them. And so that that's what's crazy is that I came into this year thinking, okay, Shane Beamer's tenure will be determined on if they can get the offense going. And now it's the other side of the ball. Now you just can't stop anybody. I mean, that that's that's what's insane. Guys, phone lines are back open, 843-790-3377. Huge crowd in here tonight as expected. Thank you all so much. Gavin. Gavin, you're on the line. Hey, Chris, this is Gavin. Hey, um, want to hit on a few points here. So, we already fucking knew this, but Mario is our fucking RB1. He's mm. fucking fan-fucking-tastic, okay? I'm glad to see Nick Harbour got him that long pass and got some playing time. Uh, Spencer, like you said it earlier, he's playing. He has to play damn near fucking perfect, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, did you, I don't know if you noticed this in the second half, but me and my buddy were sitting here watching, and it seemed like every fucking first down, we fuck, it, we ha- I mean, I'm not complaining, we handed to Mario, right? But it seemed like uh, first down came like, hey, buddy, look, they're about to fucking run it, right? Just wanted to get your take on that. 
Yeah, I mean, we love to run the ball on first down. That's the first thing. <laughs> like, that's that's something I've noticed all year. Um, you know, it, it just just I, my mind just continuously man goes back to the defense and just uh, just abysmal yeah. perform as poor as a performance as you could expect. I, I just would have never in any galaxy thought Florida could score forty one on South Carolina, e- even with the deficiencies defensively. I just would have never thought it was possible. I really wouldn't have. So. I'm I'm stunned as I'm stunned as much as anything right now. Yeah, no, I I would not have fucking thought Graham Mertz would. Have, I think he threw for 400 plus fucking yards, right? I would have never fucking thought they would have scored 40 plus on us. But Clay, yeah, Clay, for, I think Clayton White fucking bad. 400, 423 you know? yards for Graham Mertz. To your point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm not calling for Clayton White seat here, but I'm saying some shit needs to happen. You know. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Indeed. Hey, listen, my friend. Well said. I appreciate the call. Yeah, man. Thank you. Take care. The Spurs Up show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. The Spurs Up show is also brought to you by our friends over at Game Time. Download the Game Time app or head over to GameTime.co and use the promo code Spurs up for $20 off your first purchase. Again, that's promo code Spurs up, S P or S U P, for $20 off your first purchase. Game time is the best ticket buying app available that removes all the stress of the ticket buying process. They have things like images of your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Guys, you can buy your tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps and you're set. And also tickets, they're sent directly to your phone. So no more scrambling, searching through your email, trying to find the tickets you just bought. Whether it be the Gamecocks, a concert, a comedy club event, you name it, whatever the event is, buying tickets shouldn't be stressful. And Game Time is the way to go. Again, that's our friends at Game Time. Go download the Game Time app or go to GameTime.co. And when you do, Create an account and use promo code SPURSUP. That's S P or S U P for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Great stuff, guys. Let's keep it rolling. Let's keep it rolling. I mean, a lot of you hitting on the, you know, very similar topics, but things that I think need to be said. And like I said, we're not going to, we're certainly not going to censor any calls here. I want to hear from all Call of you. From- Make it Rain Irrigation and Landscapes LLC. <laughs> You can tell who the people are that are trolling because they're getting like businesses call to call in. Big Cock Club game day. 
Kane Bay, you're on the line. Hey, Big Cock Club, Kane Bay, Chris, Sunshine Post. Thanks for taking our calls because the radio won't. But you know what? That shitbag battle, get him online. <laughs> Tell battle to call in. I love it. I love it. Uh, guys, we'll keep it rolling. Kane Bay represents every post-game call-in show, so I really do appreciate them. Uh, guys, just been looking at some of Beamer's post-game comments. We'll have to look at it later. I, I just, I don't even know, man. We'll have to look at it later. Guys, y'all keep the comments or get keep the calls coming in. Um, Beamer said in the postgame, quote, this is a gut-wrenching loss. Call from Dave Garrick. Dave, you're on the line. Hey, um, rough night. Um, I thought the offensive line did some improvement, but uh, it, it's like they they couldn't protect as the game in the late, late stages. Um, you know, there was some discussion with People not happy that Hardesty was uh, said to be in control of what running backs were in there on the series. So, could have been Sat was getting blamed for a lot of that third and one, fourth and one, juju up the middle stuff when it was Hardesty in control of the, the running backs. The the reason why I called in, I think that the four two five is run its course with us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that Clayton White has any experience with a 4-3, or do you think we need to make just a clean break? I'm thinking, in my opinion, we need to make a clean break. Appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you soon. Dave, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Um, I mean, I think a clean break is probably the way you go. If you've been running that 4-2-5 for going on three years now and you haven't made any adjustments. And, and you know, guys, like, I, I don't – you know, it's, it's I'll say this. It's nothing personal. It's nothing personal to Clayton White, but the defense just lost you the game. And the defense has been losing you games. And the defense has been abysmal. And the defense has been atrocious. And the defense has been terrible. And you just allow Graham Mertz to throw for 423. Hey, it ain't nothing personal. It's business. It ain't nothing personal. It's business. And a business decision, Shane Beamer needs to make a business decision with his defensive coordinator. Shane Beamer needs to make business decisions with the people he surrounds himself with. Everybody in the building. So, Marcus Satterfield, I mean, it took utter embarrassment against this team you just played last year to get him out of there, to change something up. Is it going to take more than what just happened for... Beamer to make a business decision? Because if you don't make business decisions with the people surrounding you, the business decision is going to come about you. Don't be scared to make a business decision. It's never personal. It's just business. But the business decision should be Clayton White should be on the way out, flat out, point blank. I felt like I should have rocked my black bandana from 2019 for this post-game call-in show. If you know, you know. Phone lines are back open, guys. Here we go. We'll jump right back into it. Call from? Battle. Battle. You're on the air. Chris. What's going on, man? What's up, man? No, I'm just in deadlock traffic right here on Shop Road, man. (laughs) Trying to get the hell out of here. I hear you, man. How you feeling? What you got? 
Adam. Um, I'm not disturbed when I called you a couple of weeks ago because that really didn't make much sense, and I was a little overserved. But I'm driving tonight, um, you know, well within my senses. And I will tell you one thing: if Clayton White is the defensive coordinator come Monday, I think I'm turning in everything Carolina in my closet that I have, and I'm burning because that is absolutely the most piss poor. We had every opportunity to get off that field and win that game. Fourth and long, third and long. And how do we not dial up any pressure the entire game? We're so reactionary. We're never we're never proactive on defense. And it's just it's absolutely mind boggling. I just don't I don't understand it, man. Battle, drop the mic, man. Do not understand. You, you, it. you said it all. You said it all. I, I'd agree with you. It's it's soft. It's Battle that you know. I know again. You're you're a uh, you're a diehard, lifelong Gamecock like me. That game felt a lot like 2014 Tennessee, where you had them. You were up by two touchdowns, and your defense couldn't stop a nosebleed, and you lost a heartbreaker. That that felt a lot like that game to me. Um, if I had to compare there, it to something else, Chris, there is no way in anybody's world that we should have lost that game. Yeah, if the game was over, yeah. we, we have. We had won the game. All we need to do is just literally line up, keep the ball in front of us, let the clock run, and the game's over. Mm. It's over. Number one from Florida should not have been allowed one-on-one. There should have been a safety over the top. He killed us the entire game, just like the guy number five from Mississippi State killed us a couple weeks ago. And, it, you know, we won that game, but it bit us in the butt again this game. I mean – I just do not understand. It's frustrating. I, we might not win another SEC game, you know, other than Vanderbilt. And that's, mm-hmm. that's what we're looking at now, man. I mean. Yeah. I mean, that, that listen, that's where you are. That's where you are. And to your point, man, it's, you know, the thing that really jumps out to me, too, is you mentioned Ricky Pearsall for Florida. I mean, it was a one-man wrecking crew at the wide receiver position. And I, I just – I know you lost guys from last year, but I, I just – I feel like you're too talented to look as bad as you look. I, I mean, I know you're not all-world everything, but I, 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 it's hard for me to believe that you're 400-plus passing yards to Graham Mertz bad. But that's what you are right now. So. Yeah, I know. That, yeah, that's where we're at. That, that is yeah. where we're at. But I'm going to tell you one thing. This is not the first week that I've been absolutely – completely put off by Clayton. Clayton White has killed us all year, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to dial up some better coverages than what we've been doing. I mean, it's, I, 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 it's, it's frustrating. I've talked to my boys from Cane Bay. Shout out to my boys from Cane Bay. <laughs> I know they called in. Oh, yeah. They're as pissed off as I am. Um, anyway, yeah, that's, that's where we're at, man. I mean, that is where we're at. Billy, what? What'd you say? I got my father all right here beside me. He's in the passenger seat of the car as we're trying to bite the Wait, two and six? Billy, what'd you think? Oh, I don't see us winning the next two. Yeah? Not on the road. I mean, yeah. And we're playing a better quarterback next Saturday than we played today. Mm. It's an uphill that's fight. True. That, hey, that's real true. It's an uphill fight to bowl eligibility, boys. And that's just the reality, like you said. So Yeah. Bowl, it's going to be hard to get to six and six. Yeah. Bo, a bo. <laughs> what else? We're just trying to win a game. That's where we're at. That's where we're at, Chris. I love you, man. I'll hang up. Joe Cox, I mean, 
But yeah, it's, it's tough, yeah. bro. It's tough. Battle, much love, brother. I, right, pre- brother. I appreciate you calling in, man. Truly. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. Great yeah. stuff. Great stuff. Our guy, Battle, man. I, I haven't seen Battle in a while, but uh, great Gamecock. As diehard as they come, has season tickets, is in there every week. And I know he's hurting like many of you are, like I am, truly. And uh, I don't know, man. I, I just, I don't even hardly know what to say. I just call from Hunter. Oh, I just hung up on him. Gosh, Hunter, call back in. I apologize, man. I might actually just call Hunter back. I don't know. Uh, I was trying to get the Hunter's call and trying to get somebody else on on uh, voicemail there. Messed up. Guys, y'all keep blowing it up. 843-790-3377. here on this Saturday night. Gamecocks falling to Florida. Got a big crowd. A lot of people tuned in. A lot of people tuned in. Phone lines are open, guys. Uh, it's going to be a long week. Call from Tristan from North Providence. Tristan, you're on the air. Hey, Chris. Tristan, uh, North Providence. Big Gamecock fan uh, since about 95, 96. Even graduated there in 2013. And, man, I'm telling you, this, this hurts a lot, man, because <clears throat> this reminds me of 2014 all over again when you had Dylan Thompson falling out 3,500 yards, 140 QB rating, 26 touchdown passes. Man was outstanding, but the defense couldn't stop a damn thing. Mm-hmm. And that's what it feels like this year, man. It's, it's, it's so frustrating because, like, when you've seen last year, you saw, like, the offseason when the coach Beamer was taking this team up to the stadium on the top shelf and telling these guys, you know, this is what the fans are paying to sit there, come and see. So they're playing their hearts out, and I don't see that from the defense this year, man. I really don't. It's just so frustrating to know you have a 10-point lead in the fourth quarter and you don't even feel comfortable with it because you know your defense isn't stopping the bloody nose. I don't know what your thoughts are on that, but what we need to do to go forward because I really feel like outside of Jacksonville State and Vanderbilt, this, that's, that's the only other wins we have left on this schedule. And I, I don't see that coming in the fourth quarter last, last year against Kentucky. You see them finally learn how to win a game on the road, how to close games out. You barely saw it at Mississippi State this year. They almost lucked out on that one. But this year, this game, no. They just they, they can't stop anything. It's so frustrating because Spencer, Spencer Rattler is just playing his heart out on that. Hey, you make a lot of great points, man. And, I, I you know, they're not going to fire Clayton White midseason. But uh, there's got to be adjustments made defensively, man. Because to your point, um, you're wasting Spencer Rattler. You're wasting his talent. You're wasting his season. And, uh, you know, it, it's just inexcusable to your point, man. You're up two scores with, what, five minutes left, I think it was? You can't win that? I just – yeah, I, I, hard to believe. I mean, Even that, when you went for the two-point conversion, if you would have just went for the field goal, make them have to go for two yeah. touchdowns. But even still, they even give up the two touchdowns. That's just so frustrating. Yeah. Yep, hard to believe, man. It, it's, it's really, truly hard to believe. But here we are, so – I appreciate the call, man. Thank you so much for the kind words and the uh, and the chatter and the banter. I appreciate it, guys. We're going to continue. Take a couple of more. A couple of more. I do it every time. I do it every time. Take a couple more. 843-790-3377. Here we go. Call from Just Jesus Radio. <laughs> I, I really respect and admire the people who are uh, trying to troll the, uh, the phone lines. Here we go. Call from Hunter from Dirty Myrtle. Hunter, you're on the air. What's up, man? Just got a few things and let you get off here. Uh, one thing, how in the fuck do you give up 37 or 41 points at home and lose the game? You score 37 on offense. That's abysmal. You shouldn't have a job on Monday. Mm-hmm. The 
same shit for two years. Fourth and ten, then four, drop back seven. I mean, it's that simple. You stop the man short of the stick, the short ball, the game's over. That's worse than Charlie Strong's ever done in his tenure at Carolina or Lorenzo Ward. Two of the worst defensive coordinators to get the pass on third and fourth and long. Mm-hmm. It's just abysmal. I'm tired of him. I spur your shit, too. If he was a good coach, he'd have fucking turned the team around and said, quit on the team. Thanks. Hunter from Myrtle Beach did not stutter. He did not did not mince words. He's tired of it. We're all tired of it. Um, here we go. I might just take this one. Let's Call see. from Just Jesus you Radio. You're on the air. Hey, this is Cam from Bowling Springs. How you doing, man? Cam, what's going on, I'm, man? Um, I'm, I'm so disgusted right now. I, I, I knew four and eight was a possibility. But I didn't really think it was going to happen because of really what what happened last year and the way this team responded. I don't understand how you give up all those fourth down. I think Florida converted on every fourth down that they went for tonight. Mm-hmm. Every one. I know you can't. I know you can't help a a, a, a stupid pass that goes off of a receiver's hands into another receiver's hands. I don't. There's some things that's happened in Carolina football that I've never seen anywhere else happen in my life. But, you know, it is what it is. I mean, I can't – I hate it, and it hurts. But probably not going to a bowl this year. And Clayton White needs to be shown the door tonight. I mean, he should have been He should have been shown the door after Mississippi State. But, you know, give him a chance. But Beamer won't do that. Um, he, he did the same thing with Satterfield. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna stick with him till the end. And and it's going to show. We're going to end up giving, giving up 40 points. You score 37 points at home, you should win the ball game. And we are we are the best at making average quarterbacks look like world beaters. I've never seen nothing like it in my life. Been a Gamecock fan forty five years. Sick of it. Thanks, Chris. Appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the call. Really good stuff. And I mean, to the point, I'll say this, guys, to the point of the the pass that was deflected that went right in the Florida Gators receivers' hands. You know, some of you will scoff and some of you will be disgusted that I say this, but I tell you, you you, you watch Carolina football long enough. It's hard not to believe in the chicken curse. It's it's hard. I mean, it's it's truly, genuinely hard. Because there's some things that happen that just go beyond comprehension. By the way, to his point, Gamecock, or excuse me, Gators were three for four on fourth down. Gamecocks did not attempt one. So guys, we'll take a few more. 843-790-3377. Phone lines are still open, guys. Thank you so much. The crowd tonight's incredible. We've got a huge crowd tuned in. Uh, Forty-one thirty-nine. Gamecocks fall to Florida. Here we go. Call from O'Donnell. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Yeah, Chris. Could you explain to me what a tackle is? <laughs> uh, something that South Carolina is not able to do all that effectively very often. That that is, uh, yeah, I mean, that's a fact. Yeah, it's so, it, it's so bad. We we just left. We sitting in this this traffic and came down here. We love we love South Carolina. Don't get us wrong. Love our cops. Mm-hmm. But goddamn, what are we gonna do? I hate I hate you know I ain't trying to be bad, and I'm not calling for no heads. I ain't saying nothing wrong with Clayton Wright, mm-hmm. Clayton White. But you got to be able to make an open field tackle. I've called him before. The defense looks a lot like a must champ defense, and I just don't like it. 
the secondary looks very 2020-ish, to your point, which is painful to say, but it does. It does. It very much so it does. does. I mean, it, it does. They had well, – well, well, my thing is this. I mean, Graham Mertz, he, he played a – I mean, he, he done his thing, I guess you'd say, but – well, I mean, when you got somebody wide open in the seam or doing a crossing route or whatever, and you just hit him, mm-hmm. it's pretty simple. You know, my question, too, man, on the flip side is how good were Cam Smith and Darius Rush? Because I tell you, I mean, the secondary I thought was pretty damn good last year. And I, all due respect to Marcellus Dial and O'Donnell Fortune, but they they are not them. They are not those guys. Uh, you're getting just That's exposed. You know, because, because last year, I mean – Nicky Minwari and DQ Smith looked really good all year long. And they did. I, I mean, only thing that's they, changed they, is the corners take, have changed. I, I don't know. It's you take two pieces of the puzzle away and it looks different. Yeah. But now I will say this though. The tip ball, that's just typical Carolina look. <laughs> and I'm gonna say that to mm-hmm. the day I die. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Maybe they can write the ship. I don't know. It ain't no fire beamer stuff. I think mm. beamer's the one, but just got to keep on, I guess. Yep. Got to keep. Call, yeah, man. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for the call. Yeah, you just got to keep trucking along and we'll see what happens. But uh, we'll open it back up, guys. I'll have some closing thoughts because I, I do want to say some things, you know, about kind of where we are now. And of course, we'll, we'll expand on this Monday and even tomorrow. You know, I like to wake up on Sundays and kind of. Give some brief thoughts on everything, kind of a tweet storm, if you will, or whatever. But uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about it all week. There we go. What's going on, man? You're on the air. Dude, I want to talk about Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. He deserves the Heisman. The man deserves better. It deserves far better. I would agree. Man, if I was him, I probably would have went back to Oklahoma, but I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. Thanks so much for the call. Um, I mean, I wouldn't have told him to go back to Oklahoma. I, he does deserve better, though. Spencer Rattler, my heart goes out to Spencer Rattler. He deserves better. He deserves better. Um, kid's playing his tail off. I mean, you look at Spencer Rattler's numbers, guys. 23 of 30, 313, four touchdowns. You know, he had that one last pick. But, I mean, dude, 77% of his completion percentage. He's just playing out of his mind, and he can't get any help. It's it, it's a it's a shame. I mean, it, it's really truly a crying shame. It's it's a crying shame. What's going down with Spencer Rattler? Crying shame. So, guys, we'll take a few more here. Uh, we'll jump back to it. Call from Brandon, the Gator fan. <laughs> to accept. Brandon, what's going on? You're on the air. Oop, I think we just lost Brandon. Okay, Brandon either hung up or something happened. So, it uh, wasn't meant to be for the Gator fan. Uh, I know our guy in all kinds of weather.com is fired up. I'm sure Mark Ryan is very fired up. Edward. Edward, you're on the air. Oh, man, this is an inexcusable job by the defense and the coaching, man. I just feel so bad for Rattler, man. We're just wasting his talent and – um I don't see it getting any better, man. If they're getting rid of divisions, they're putting Texas and Oklahoma in there. Uh, thanks for the call. Yeah, man, appreciate it. Short, sweet to the point. And the thing that's depressing, too, guys, you 
you know, Georgia, Tennessee, and Florida all fall off the schedule next year, right? Those rivalries or those 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 games, if you will, uh, no longer on the slate because of the way that SEC is expanding and all that stuff, and, and you lose to all three. So it's just tough. It's just tough, guys. It's just tough. Like I said, we'll take a few more, and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, again, guys, we do this every single day, Monday through Friday on the Daily Crow. YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook is where you can catch us. You can check us out. We always take questions, comments, and calls every single day. Call from? Sun Tzu. Sun Tzu, you're on the air. Hey, what's up? Thanks for taking my call, man. Mm. Uh, here's what I got to say to everybody out there in Carolina Nation, man. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear, man. Go ahead. All right. Look, man, we've been in every single ball game this year. Every single ball game. Uh, the Georgia game was what seven points. Uh, or we started off. With, I've been working all day, man. Oh, my son was at the game. My father was at the game. My brother was at the game. I couldn't be there because of work. But we've been in every single game. Uh, you know, we should have won this game. I got to catch the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to beat Clemson at the end of the season. I think. I mean, and to me, that's a success. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's a success. Hmm. I think by the, once that light bulb turns on, yeah, I think we, we are, it's the defense. Everybody knows, yeah. you know, it's the defense. But Spencer is unbelievable. And this is the best quarterback to ever wear the Garnet and Black, man. And when you got a quarterback, you got a chance, Sun Tzu. To your point, we're trying to pump optimism and, and give reasons for hope. Um, you know, you, you still – in that Clemson game, you should have the best quarterback in the football game, and and you know seven's going to give you a chance every week. It's just can the rest of the football team live up? You know, can they deliver? Can they hold it there into the bargain? So that's what it'll come down to, man. That's what it'll come down to. So, yes, sir. Hey, thanks for taking my call, man. You've been doing great work, right? Sun Tzu, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the kind words, and I appreciate the call. Really good stuff, guys. We'll open the phone lines back up. We could probably go all night. I, I know a lot of you are venting out there. I, I see somebody out there calling me out in the Facebook comments. Uh, who is this right here? Left a novel. David Cape left a novel. David, listen, man, I call it as I see it. I call it as I see it. And uh, unfortunately, a lot of times when I've called for coaches' firings, I've been right, David. I've been right. Get out of here. What's going on? You're on the air. Hey, Chris, I just got a couple things to say. I love Seven. Spencer, he, he's really good, but the happy feet starting to show a little more mm-hmm. and more the farther we go in the season. That ball he just threw up deep for no reason. I got picked off. Mm-hmm. I mean, why make that throw? Yeah, that was forcing the football That's for sure. Point. That 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 was forcing the issue. I, I don't disagree with you there. Um I mean, I, I would say to you, too, though, man, that I, I think a lot of – I mean, I think Spencer Rattler's running ability has kept a lot of drives alive for South Carolina. But, you know, to the point of that, I mean, when you get – you know, even though he didn't get sacked a lot today, right, I think Florida only had one – or excuse me, they had two. So, Florida had two sacks. South Carolina actually had four somehow. I didn't even realize that was a thing. But they had two sacks. But, yeah, I mean, at some point when you have pressure on you and you're getting hit, I mean, it's, it's just human nature, man. Like, you don't want to get hit. So – it's, uh, you know, to your point, Spencer Rattler's got to do a better job. But, I mean, my goodness, man, he's, he's you know, he's, he's getting clobbered back there. Like, I don't know. I don't know what else he can do. Well, I mean, it's, it's frustrating. 
because we've seen it all year. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got two true freshmen starting, and that that's good for them, for them. I mean, you know, trained by fire, but then again, I mean, just think what what could seven do if he had a a compatible offensive line? Mm-hmm. That's a good point, I man. Mean, I, that's, that's that's a million dollar question. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely but right. Yeah, it's a lot of what is. That's how this season is going to be. Mm-hmm. We just gotta we gotta stick with Beamer. That's what we gotta do. Yep. That's it, man. Thank hey, you, man. Go I appreciate. Yeah, I appreciate the call, man. Go Cox. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, guys, we'll take one more call here. We're going to take one more. We'll wrap it up because again, we could go all night long, but. Uh, Got things to do. Either way, just just want to wrap it up. Again, tons to talk about tomorrow, all throughout the week. Um, we're also going to do another collab episode with our good friends at InAllKindsWeather.com. And I just realized I got to wear a Gator hat on Monday, so that's what I'll be doing. Call Here we go. Will. Will, you're on the air. Hey, uh, I'm sorry if you have addressed this, but I was curious uh, your thoughts on Kroger and uh, his regression this season. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. Yeah, Kai Kroger. I mean, he, he's he's hitting some bad ones. I, I don't know what's happened. I don't know what's going on. Um, you know, he had such a strong finish the last year, and even last year was much more consistent. So I, I wish I had an answer for you, man. But to your point, he's he's hitting some bad ones. I don't know what's going on with Kai Kruger. Yeah, that's it. I, I appreciate it. Yeah, man. I appreciate the call. Thank you so much. Guys, we're going to go ahead and end it there. Let me just say this, though. I got some closing words, some things I want to say before we get out of here. Um, just, just the state of affairs right now because – you know, the reality is South Carolina is two and four. And I, I, I picked seven and five over the summer and, and really thought, I thought six and six was very, very possible. When you looked at, you know, a lot of people want to label, label TSUS, label C Philly pessimistic. He's a closet Clemson fan. He's, he's this, he's that slap dick, whatever. I just call it as I see it, guys. I, I, I look, I, I talk ball. Again, it's, it's never personal for me. I take the personal completely out of it. It's business, not personal. So when you looked at roster turnover, when you looked at certain things with the football team, 
There were reasons to like this football team. There were reasons to love the momentum that Shane Beamer has built and love the things that Shane Beamer's doing. But the roster turnover and the deficiencies of this football team were real coming in. And also, you factored in, for the first two years of Shane Beamer's tenure, South Carolina got a lot of breaks. And this kind of game in the first two years was one of those games, guys, the Gamecocks would have won. And guess what? Now, the football gods, rents due, and they've come to collect. The football gods have come to collect on Shane Beamer and South Carolina football. And so, you know, I don't think that it's not fire Shane Beamer. It's not Shane Beamer's job in question. But I will say this. There's some things that need to be changed. There's some things that need to be adjusted because you don't get five or six or seven years. Shane Beamer said it himself. Hey, you don't get six years, right? You don't get a six-year rebuilding plan. You sure as shit don't. Not with the transfer portal. Not when you lost so many key guys to the portal. Not when coaches are turning things around like that. You know, Tennessee just beat Texas A&M. Why is Tennessee's program so far ahead of you? Florida in year two of Billy Napier. Why are they ahead of you? Like, why? Napier's 2-0 and against Beamer now. Why? Why are they ahead of you? What is it? What's the disconnect? And then I pose this question. I just pose a question. That's it. What is the Shane Beamer era outside of the Tennessee and the Clemson game last year? What is it? It's a tenure marred by really, really horrific coordinators. Because Marcus Satterfield had his stamp on the first year and three quarters, and Clayton White's had his stamp on this season. I mean, that's it. That's what it is. So, Shane Beamer's going to have some very tough decisions to make. I don't think it's going to happen right now, guys. It's it's not going to happen right now. There's going to be no changes at D.C., there's probably going to be no changes schematically. They're going to say they're going back to the drawing board and, and, you know, just getting back after it, like whatever. Get back to practice, figure things out. But there's going to have to be some tough decisions made in the offseason. I, I just – I think we've seen enough from Clayton White. I, I know that coaches get too much credit, too much blame. And there's a Jimmy's and Joe's problem too. But, guys, I keep going back to this. I keep going back to this. Over the course of this offseason, you already knew that you were losing Cam Smith and Darius Rush at your corners. You knew you were losing Zach Pickens at defensive tackle. Then Jordan Birch and Gilbert Edmond hit the portal. You also knew you were losing Brad Johnson, Sherrod Green, key contributors at the linebacker position. You knew you were losing all this production. And the best Clayton White could do in the transfer portal, which, guys, high school recruiting, it's what you build your program on. But guess what, guys? You win with a transfer portal in today's age of college football. That's how you win. That's how you win, the transfer portal. And so with that being said, the best Clayton White could do, and this entire coaching staff, let's not just put it on one guy. The best you could do was go land Jerron Willis, who hadn't played. Detias Gear, who has been hurt, and when he's played, hasn't been much of a factor. And Drew Tuazama, 
from UAB, who I don't know if he's made a play this season, guys. You picked up zero impact players from the transfer portal after you got gutted by both the draft and the portal. That's what's most disturbing. High school recruiting is great. You got to do it. You got to be able to recruit at an elite level. But if you can't go out, guys, and win in the transfer portal, if you can't go out and win that way, you don't have a shot. You don't have a shot. And getting Spencer Rattler, getting Juice Wells was awesome. But outside of that, I mean, Mario Anderson was a great pickup too. There's a reason I labeled South Carolina as a loser in the transfer portal this past offseason. And you're seeing it defensively. You're, You're flat out seeing it. And so Shane Beamer finally ridding himself of Marcus Satterfield and employing Dabble Loggins worked. It worked to his advantage. You're reaping the rewards, guys. The offense is good. Will Shane Beamer learn from that and be able to make the tough decision at the end of this season when it comes to Clayton White? And then, guys, you zoom out. And again, we'll talk a lot more about this throughout this week. But the reality is you're two and four. And it's an uphill battle to get the six wins, guys. I mean, this this is where Carolina football is in year three of Shane Beamer. This is it. So, we're at the halfway point. We'll get into midseason report cards this week. And Carolina now back-to-back SEC road contests against Mizzou and Texas A&M. It could get worse before it gets better. So, buckle in, Gamecock Nation, because the fight for a bowl game is on, and I'm not sure the Gamecocks are going to get there. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Again, we do this after every single South Carolina football game. So many of you tuned in tonight. All of you tuned in right now who are on the way home or what have you. Safe travels, please. Hope you enjoyed your time in Columbia. If you're at home, obviously tuned in. Thank you all so much. Hey, if you're on YouTube, though, hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Bell icon as well, so you get notifications when we go live. We drop new video content, guys. We're beefing up our YouTube content also. The Daily Crow goes live all throughout the week, Monday through Friday, noon to 2. We talk about an array of topics, have daily guests, and we take your questions, comments, and calls throughout the week. Also, the podcast is on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can go back and listen to this via those channels, and we drop a podcast daily. We drop podcasts daily on iTunes, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And uh, outside of that, guys, stay tuned to social media, content bleeding out the eyeballs, and... uh, What a game. What a game. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Saturday night. We will talk to you all 